with us in continuation of the series we began uh, some, some four weeks ago about the power of love. Somebody say the power of love. Somebody say the power of love. And today we'll be looking at evil association. Somebody say evil association. Somebody may think evil association. From the, from the men, we have a rolling scripture that has been going on. Romans chapter 5, verse 5, he said, Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our heart by his Holy Spirit. And also, we've been looking at Proverbs chapter 6. We should all know it by heart by now. Uh, 15 to 17, he said, The six things that the Lord hates, yes, seven things that are abomination to him, a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plan, feet that swift to run to evil. Um, that's where we are today. Feet that is swift to run into to evil. Evil association is about who you hang out with. Ask your neighbor. Who do you hang out with? Who are your hangouts, basically? Who are your friends? Because our association have got tendency to influence the way we think. We influence our habits. It influences the way we do things. It influences our spirituality. So the, the people we hang out with is very crucial. There's a quote that says, evil, uh, by somebody called Godfrey. It says, evil influence is like a nicotine patch. You cannot help but absorb what sticks to you. Like a nicotine patch. How many of us don't nicotine patch? I don't, we don't, many of us don't smoke here. But a nicotine patch is what you give to somebody who is trying to come off it or to reduce the amount they smoke. So, you know, he said, he said, evil influence is like a nicotine patch. You cannot help but absorb what sticks to you. The scripture warns us very seriously about evil association. And I believe you and I will want to know why that is. Why we should not associate with the, 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 what the Bible has indicate, will be indicating to us today. Why we should not associate with such. And many of us believe that, oh, no, I, I, I can associate with anybody. I've got the strength, I've got the capacity to, to ward off whatever or to manage myself so that I don't absorb, I don't, I don't do what they, the things that they do. We go to places that we know, uh, they, we go to where they go, we do the things that we, they do, we watch the things that they watch, and we think, oh, we've got capacity in ourselves to be able to absorb ourselves from the impact of such association. The Bible says, do not be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manner. Do not be deceived. Good communication corrupts good manner. I think I have my notes. So for me, I've got my notes. Check your email. 
Thank you. Yeah. It says, 1 Corinthians 6, 14, it says, Do not be deceived. Evil communication corrupts good manner or good habits. And also the apostle says, A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You just need to put a little yeast in the flour before he knows he takes it over. He takes it up. So the Bible really like very serious about us uh, being mindful of the associations that we and I believe you and I would like to know such associations. In Psalm 1 verse 1 Psalm 1 verse 1 Psalm 1 verse 1 it says, Blessed is the man who walks not. Psalm 1 verse 1 please. Okay, let's read all together, everybody. Please, please, let's start now. Everybody, make it big if, if that's the case. Make it big. Okay, let's, let's read now. Walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man... Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Sorry for the distraction. Yeah. The Bible wants, it, it, it says to us, Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor walk in the way of sinners, or sits in the seat of the scornful. We have been told not to do this kind of association, not to take up in this kind of thing. So see what Second uh, Corinthians 6.14 says. It says, with the ungodly unbeliever, for the partnership with, what partnership have righteousness and lawlessness, or what fellowship has light with darkness? From where we read this morning, we were meant to read Second uh, Chronicles uh, chapter 18. Then I will go back to Second Chronicles chapter 17. From Second Chronicles chapter 18, we saw an alliance. We saw an alliance. King, uh, King Jehoshaphat alliance with King, uh, King Ahab. The, uh, if you want to put that up, Second Chronicles chapter 18, verse 1 to 2. It says, King Ahab, from where we read, if you remember where we read in chapter 17, we were told, we, we saw that King Jehoshaphat was a good king. He followed what his father David did. He, he followed the way of, his, of, of David. He served the Lord. He was pleasing to the Lord. He put down the, 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 the Baal, the, the high temples. He served the Lord. He, he was delighted in doing the things of God. And the Bible says he was blessed. That God blessed him. God was pleased with him. Remember, Jehoshaphat is the king of Judah. Whilst, uh, whilst Ahab was the king of Israel. But something now happened. King Jehoshaphat, a good man, a great man, God is with him, he's been blessed. The Bible says there was no, he did not even, God had to give him peace all around. And he did not need to fight any war. But look at what happened in verse 18, in chapter 18, verse 1 to 2. It says, and Ahab, 
Ahab and sorry and Jehoshaphat had he said and Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance by marriage he allied himself with Ahab by marriage he allied himself with Ahab and and in verse two, in verse two now he says after some years he went down to visit Ahab in Samaria and Ahab killed sheep and oxen in abundance for him and the people who were with him and persuaded him to be with him in, to, to go up with him in Ramoth Gilead what happened is that they, they are now in-laws King Ahab King Jehoshaphat are now in-laws one day he went up to greet his in-law I mean, we all do we do go greet our in-laws but then while he was with him King Ahab encouraged persuaded him to go to war with him against Ramoth Gilead and of course my people are your people your enemy is my enemy basically that's what will happen he said why not I've got the armies you can see from chapter 17 he's got great armies God blessed him with people who gave their, their life to him to to make his kingdom establish he said, why not? I give you my, I, I give you my armies. We'll go fight Ramad Gilead. We'll go and fight against Ramad Gilead. And he went. But because Jehoshaphat was a man of God, he said, oh, before we go to fight this war, it is, let's inquire of the Lord if it will be successful. And of course, King Ahab is, is an evil man. He doesn't love God. He serves Baal. And everybody who serves God around him, he, 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 he kills them. And now what, what, what now happened was that they searched out the heart of the Lord. All his prophets told him lies. You will need to read chapter 18 yourself, 17, 18, and 19. And at the end of the day, what happened was that he agreed to go to work with him. Some man of God, Micah, told him, no, you don't go to, if you go to this war, it will not be okay. Because he told him what the law said, King Ahab put him to prison and got, uh, and got him tortured. And he said, if you go back from that war, you, God has not spoken. And they decided that, okay, King Ahab will not wear the, king, the, the, the suit to go to war, the king's suit to go to war, but King Jehoshaphat did. And the, the, the Ramash Gilead people down said this, we will not fight against any ordinary person. We'll go against, we'll just go against the king. And they pursue, and they went to war, and they pursue. In this case, Jehoshaphat now saw that he was being pursued. He cried out, he cried out, and the Lord saved him from that, from that war, unholy war. And go, and Ahab did not wear the king's ramen, but a stray arrow met him and killed him basically at the end of chapter 18 ahab died in that war confirming what micah said to him but he went look at in verse 17 he did not go to any war he did not need to go to any war god gave him peace but because of his alliance with ahab he now had to go into 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 war that war almost cost him let's see what happened in chapter 19 chapter 19 verse 1 to to 2 Let's read chapter 19, verse 1 to 2. Second Chronicles chapter 19, verse 1 to 2. 
Okay, everybody, let's read now. It says, Then Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, returned safely to his house in Jerusalem. Verse 2. Jehu went out to meet him and said to him, How come you go align yourself to the ones that hate the Lord? Here, the situation today we are talking about is evil association. Evil association, evil is everyone that hates the Lord. He, evil is sin and sin is missing the mark. Everyone that does not know God is evil. The Bible calls them evil. And it says, Because Jehu had to meet him and said to him, how come you align yourself with the one that hates the Lord? We, as children of God, we have to be careful to, in our associations because what the impact of the wrong of the, of the, of the order affects us and we, we, we get a share. We get a share in part of that wrong. It's not, a, it's not an association that without consequence. No, we get part of the consequence of their wrong. Proverbs 14, 15 says, enter, do not enter. Do not, do not go into the path of the wicked. And go not in the way of the evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, nor turn from it, or pass away. Do not enter in the path of the wicked. And go not in the way of the evil men. Avoid it, pass not by it, turn from it, and pass away. Children of God are in the world, but we are not of the world. We are in the world, but not of the world. We, we are called not to love the world. Not to, call, not to love the world. The world meaning its ways. The ungodliness. The sinful nature. The, world, the friendliness with the world the bible says is cruelty against god when we love the world we we are basically against god he said do not love the world for the things of the world if anyone loves the world the love of god is not in him it's not that it may not be in him if you love the world the way the world does the things you the, he said basically the love of god is not in you for all that is in the world is the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, the pride of life is not of the Father but of the world. The loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, and the pride of life is what we call the world. He said, this is not of God but of, of, of the world. For all that is in the world the loss of the flesh, the loss of the eye, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but no. That, that, is, that, that, that is not of the Father, but of the world. So we need to know what the loss of the flesh is, and know what is the loss of the eye, and know what is the pride of life. This is what we call the world. I said, any one of us who have any of these things, the love of the Father is not in him. So we need to check it. From the song choir sung this morning, we can hear it about being set apart. 
the Christian is set is is a, 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 a person and a group of people set apart to show forth the glory of God. There's a, your calling, my calling, is a holy calling. We are called to be set apart to God. We are called to to bring Him praise and to bring Him glory. We are called to do as He says, and because obedience has to be learned and taught. It doesn't come to any person naturally. God warns against evil association very seriously because the Bible says it's a snare to the believer. It's a snare to you and uh, to, to, to any child of God because we'll come to see it later on in, 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 the, in the book because it says you, 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 you may like it. There's a potential you may like it. That is why I say, don't go past it, don't near it, don't even stop by it, don't even pa- just pass away, don't even look at it. Why? Because you may be you, you may be drawn in. God knows that you, 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 bad things tend to be very nice. Very evil things tend to be very nice. You tend to enjoy it. So God says, don't do it. Don't even look at it. I'll point out some few things that the Lord says don't, 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 don't be part of. One of it is association with sexual immorality. It's a very, it's a, when I was told I was going to do this topic, it made me, you know, it's a very serious matter. In our world today, people don't frown at those things anymore. It's okay. Whatever you want to do, whether you are married, you can have another person. Whether you, you're not married, you can go as you want. You can do as you want. You can do, however, every form of sexual immorality. People don't frown at divorce anymore. It's okay. People can do as they want. But the Bible says, Woe to him who calls good evil. Isaiah 5.20 Woe to them who calls good evil. And, uh, and, and, and evil good that put darkness for light and light for darkness and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter in chapter 17 where we read in, in about, uh, in, no in chapter 18 of second chronicles when they called for the prophets to come and tell about the outcome of the war all the prophets that came to them prophesied success. They prophesied success. But a man of God, which even the king knew that, that man will not compromise, will tell him just as it is. You know, when they went and called him, okay, Joseph said, call me that man. I know everybody has prophesied, okay, for this issue, that it's going to be okay, the war is going to, the outcome is going to be okay. But that one man of God that you are putting away, let me hear from him. And the man of God came, and before he went, the man of God came, the person who went and brought him said to him, you know what, man of God, every person has prophesied that the outcome of the war is going to be okay. And I'm going to encourage you to as well tell the king that the outcome of the war is, of the war is going to be okay. Anyway, at the end of the day, the man of God says, he will only speak as the Lord has said. And the man of God told him exactly what the Lord has said. For the fact that a lot of people 
majority carries the vote. That is what the, the world we are in today. Majority tends to carry the vote. Because majority carry the vote about certain, like, sexual immorality, how you feel, you do it as you want, you do it with anybody, and however you want to do it, does not make it right. The body of Christ needs to watch that. Because it is politically okay, because everybody is saying it, because everybody says it's doing it, does not make it okay. It does not make it okay for you and I. And Bible says, do not associate with, with, more, uh, with, uh, with people who do uh, sexual immorality. Even Paul admonished that do not even eat with them. Because it is, why? Because sin is contagious. Somebody says sin is contagious. Virtues is not automatic. But evil is, it, 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 when you touch it it, 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 it sticks to you. Virtues has to be learned. But sin is easy. That is why we are, we are working our hardest by the grace of God to input the spirit of God in these our children so that when they go out, they will be able to identify when lies come. Because everybody said it's true, it's okay, does not make it right. He said because of this, the wrath of God is coming upon the children of, the, uh, uh, of disobedience. God loves people, but he hates their sin. Sexual immorality for the body of Christ is a no-go. Very seriously. I will tell you the impact of that and why God says don't do it. Don't do it. And it's also, we were also told we're also told not to associate with persons with anger. Somebody with short fuse of anger and rage. Many people in the prisons today are people who did not have control. When you, when you don't have control over your spirit, that is what is indicative of. Not having the control over your spirit man is what is indicative. So, and such, funny enough, such behavior, that is why you see in psychology, in our, in our world, when you, children tend to pick from from what the parents do. They pick from the, you know, if a daddy, if the, a son probably see an abusive dad, he may think that is the right way to do. There's a potential he may abuse his own wife. So we will need, you know, do not associate, he said do not associate with people who gossip. Tell bearers. Do not associate with them. When you find somebody who is a gossip, Bible says don't associate with such people. Oh, this is not love. Actually, that is love. He said, do not associate with people who gossip. Do not associate with people who, you know, who, people who like sexual immorality, people who, who, who tell lies. He said, do not associate with those. He says, do not be partaker of them and have no fellowship with unfruitful work of darkness. Rather, we are to expose them. Many years ago, there was a deacon in the church, an elder, very wealthy elder, and him and one of the sisters were having it because his own wife was in another city then. And I said to the pastor, this is what I heard. Their, their deacon is the sitting in front of the church. 
No, the pastor said to me, oh, the elder had his first million. You know, it was money he was talking to me about. But these are the kind of pollutants we have in the church. Said the pastor should call the elder and say, elder, no, this, uh, this behavior is not okay. You cannot do this. But the pastor, what, what would the elder do? The, the pastor said to the, is talking, talking, telling me about, you know, how the pastor, the elder has made millions and how he's helping the church. These are contamin- the, the, the contamination in the church that makes the church not to be able to, to be optimized. Let's see. Let's see what the word of God says. Colossians 3, 1 to 6. Colossians 3, 1 to 6. He says, if you were raised with Christ, seek those things that which are above, where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things of the earth. For you died and your life was hidden in Christ in God. And when God, and when Christ is, our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members, which are on earth fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of this thing, the wrath of God is coming. God is warning against evil association because there will be a snare to the believer. A trap. The, in, the, in, in Deuteronomy, we were told that the children of Israel were to destroy the land before the, the people before them, so that they don't come into a place where they, they 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 get taught the habit of the land. The Bible says they did not do so, and the sons of God's hearts were turned against God. God doesn't want your heart to be turned from Him. He doesn't want my heart to be torn from him. So this is why he's warning against evil association. Evil association corrupts good manner. No matter nobody is immune to it, if you put your hands on fire, you will be burned. And from the Bible, why God says you should not associate with evil association is because it robs you of destiny. It robs you of destiny. If we can look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. It said, do not enter... Okay, let, that's not enough. now. It said, do not enter into the path of the wicked and do not walk in the way of evil. Verse 15. It said, avoid it, do not travel near it and turn aside from it or pass by it. Why? Because you may like it. Let's see what 16 says. It said, why? Because you may like it. You may like it. And so we are called not you. And because it says you will give your glory to her. You will give your glory to her. It's important that you read Proverbs chapter 5, chapter 4, chapter 5, and chapter 6. It says you will give your glory to her. When you engage in the things that the Lord hates, hates sexual immorality, friendship with the world, and gossipers, and people who, 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 commit, who, 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 who kill other people, it says, you rob yourself of your destiny. Working with those kind of people robs you of destiny in God. There's a destiny in God that he wants you to preserve. And it says, if you work with those kind of people, you will not be optimized. You will not be optimized. He said, and you will give your glory to, the, to, to another. So as children of God, we are being called, we are called to walk in the newness of life. There we can find that in, in Ephesians chapter 4. 
He said, put, on, put off the old man. The world has a way they do things. It's okay. You can divorce your husband, kick him out, and have the next um, six-pack that is available. <laughs> you know, kick him out. Or do things. You can decide to be watching whatever you want to watch. And I was, want to say, there's a thing that's very major in all of this is the sexual immorality. We need to be, keep a tab on that. We need to keep a tab on that very seriously. Because it says, you know, it says, but you should walk in the newness of life. We have been called to walk in the newness of life, which way we have been called. We are called to holiness. We are called to be set apart for God. We are called to, 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 to live for God. Even if the, everybody is saying it's okay to do, even everybody thinks, say, you know, because an opinion is strong does not make it right. I strongly, I, I, this opinion, is, I, I, this opinion is expressed strongly, does not make it right. It does not make it right. So because people are doing it, doing whatsoever they are doing, or, you know, there, and again, there was another story in the Bible, in First King, about Amon, David's children. He loved his sister, Tema, and he loved her. He would have asked his daddy, I would want to marry, if he, her hand in marriage. And the daddy would have given her. But because the kind of, he, he lusted after her. It's not like he loved her very much. His friend advised him and said, no, don't worry if your daddy come. Uh, pretend that you are, you are sick. If she comes, um, then you can take advantage of her. And he did. He pretended that he was ill. And his father said, his father came to him and said, oh, you are not well. So oh, please tell my sister to come. And make food for me. I want to uh, in my very presence so that I can eat. So when she came and prepared the food for him, he took advantage of her. He raped her. And that brought incest to the family of David. That was the bad counsel. If his friend told him, mm -mm, Tema is your sister. If you want her that desperately, ask your daddy to give, to, to give her to you in marriage. And he will have done. And you know what? The intensity with which he desired her was the hate he had for her afterwards. So as children of God, we are called to walk in the spirit. He said, walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the law of the flesh. Walk in the spirit. You can find that in Galatians 5.16. He said, walk in love. We are called to walk in love. Walk not in the counsel. Of course, people tell you, uh, uh, they do you high cheek. That is, that is love. That is not love. God is love. We know that God is love. We know love is to, to be from the heart, genuinely from the heart. Not the one you do on the high cheek. Not because of what they make you feel or how they make you feel. Or you respond to them because of what you can get from them or what they do for you or what they don't do for you. It says you got to walk in love. That is the Christian pathway. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor, nor sit in the way of, the scum, uh, of sinners, but nor stand in the way of the scornful. That, he says, but how do we walk? You need to know how to walk. The Christian is to walk in certain way. We are not to walk in any, you know, we are to walk in the counsel of love. We are to walk in the, in the pathway of, 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 of light. We are to walk in the, in, in the way of wisdom. We are to walk in truth. We are to walk in obedience. We are to walk in the knowledge and understanding. We are to walk in unity. Let's see what Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 says. 
Ephesians 5, 1. Then we'll look at 5, 1, 8, and 10. Then verse 15, if you can get it. I've just, just summarized what is there. Okay? Therefore, be not be imitators of God as dear children. Okay? God is love. Be imitated of, be imitators of him. Okay? Let's go to verse 8. Verse 8. So, for, for you were once darkness, but now you are the light, you are in the light of the Lord. Walk as children of light. And verse 10 says, finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. We must find out what is acceptable to the Lord, and it takes a renewing of the mind. Every time in this house we talk about the mind renewal, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 to 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that you may know what is good, what is perfect, and what is the acceptable will of God. Do not go by the way of the world, in its loss, in its pride. You don't need anything to prove to anybody. The Bible says it's a snare. It's a snare. It's a trap. It puts you in a bag. And God does not want that. Thank God for his mercy. What now happened to King Jehoshaphat was that when they pursue, he almost lost his life in, in chapter 18. When he ran, he ran. He started crying out, crying out, prayed, and God delivered him. He, he, they almost killed him because the, the agenda was that the, anybody, they should not kill any ordinary person. They should go after the kings. And Ahab did not wear the king's robe, but Jehoshaphat wore the king's robe. So they chased after him. But in his desperation, God, God saved him. And the man who did not wear the robe got shot at with a stray arrow. So we as children of God need to be aware, need to be smart. It's about awareness and to walk in the, in, in the fullness of by which we have been called. It's, 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 it, it appears, well, nobody can do these things by themselves. But as we submit ourselves to the Holy Spirit and be aware of our tendencies, be aware of our tendencies, be aware of our associations. Why do we associate with the people we associate with? Who are our friends? Why do you hang out with the people you hang out with? What is the association? What is the link? What do, they, what, what, what do you get? David says, I only work with people who are yours. As children of God, our most association should be people of God. If you have problem working with, a, having association with the people of God, then you need to check yourself. You need to check yourself. Because, like, you know, there should be an attraction. One day I saw a lady at work. I met a lady at work, and I just connected with her straight away. There was an attraction. And you know what I discovered? She's a pastor's wife. There was a beauty. There was a beauty with her. Spirit connects spirit. What is in your mind? What, 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 it, what, what do you carry? And many times, I see the children of God. Forget about the other things you see. 
you see a pure child of God when you know them. When you, when, if, you, if you are genuinely yourself, when you see one, it takes, like, it, take, it takes one to recognize one. Forget some of the gross you might find, some of those other things you might find. Maybe everybody's a work in progress. Everybody's a work in progress. Those other gross you see does not change them from being the child of God. But the main thing you need to be able to identify from the core. This person may be that way, but the core of it, this person is the child of God. You should be able to identify that. That is why, you see, people who do bad things, they connect with each other. Who do you connect with? And when you find another child of God, you should just basically love them. Love them. This is my father's child. This is family. Are we ready with Ephesians chapter 4, verse uh, 17 to 24? Before we go, because there's so many closing now. Let's read everybody. Let's read everybody. Please, you guys. Ephesians 4, 17 to 24. Okay, let's read from your version, everybody. Read from your Bible. Don't wait for them. Where are we now? 21. If indeed you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conduct the, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitfulness of lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, that you put on the new man which was created according to the image, uh, uh, according to God in the true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, putting away lying, let each one of you speak truth in his, to his neighbor, for we are members of one body. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let sun go down in your wrath. Nor give place to the devil. Let him steal. Let him stole, uh, Let him who stole steal no more. No, but rather let him labor and work with his hand and do what is good that you may have something to give to him who needs it. Let no corrupt word proceed out of your mouth, but what is good for necessary edification, that is to the hearers. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you have been sealed to the day of redemption. Let all bitterness or rod and anger, clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. So, and be kind, yeah? And to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God has, has, gave, has forgave you. This is it. We are called to walk in the newness of life. This is the Christian. When we find any of those tendencies that have been listed in here, or people if we find people with those tendencies, we must be careful. 
and we are talking about another association we are meant to not do. Like every of those associations, we can find it in here. It, 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 going to work with him is business. Okay, no matter how, I'll give you an example now. See, no matter how lucrative, um, you know, like the wig, like the women wear, it's a billion dollar business. Personally, even they give me that, give, this is me now, Lola, okay. If you give me the, the contract to go and do it, I, I mean, I will, uh, especially when it comes to the human hair, I will not do it. Why? Because the human hair is being sacrificed to the gods. It's been sacrificed to the gods in India or wherever. People sacrifice their human hair and they sell it. And it, no matter how beautiful that business is, I cannot go in, personally, I cannot go into that business with anybody. I don't mind making plastic uh, rubber, I will wear it, but I will not go into business with anybody who, who, you know, oh, it's long hair, India, whatever, Peru, or whatever. I, you know, human hair, especially when they, when they take it and sacrifice it to their gods, you sacrifice it to the gods. So why not sell it? You see, that God is a very poor God, you see. Yeah, you, you, look at that. So, and any business that will cause another problem for another human being, you don't do it. You can do business, but any business that is against God, is a, that is against what, you know, what God stands for, you will not, you, you, will not, you, you, you don't do it. You know, there's a man of God that my husband loves so much. He doesn't do business in sweets, anything that rots teeth. He doesn't do business, you know, anything that will bring about, you know, he does, he's a big businessman. He only deals with houses. You can do business with people like that. But you can't come, somebody is setting up business for pornography now. You can't put your money inside it and say you'll be part of it. Can you? I say pornography. Yeah? Or somebody is stealing people from uh, wherever and make slave of them. Would you want to do that kind of business? So now there's a vulnerability. People are coming in, but there's a tendency, there's a potential that people will bring people and come and enslave them in this place. Do you want to do that kind of business with anybody? Bring people and come and enslave them for the rest of their life. God does not like that kind of business. You can do business, a pure business, do housing business, do food business, do healthcare and whatever. But even the healthcare, even uh, pharmaceuticals, there are kind of ones you may say, I won't put my money to this one. So, you know, it's not saying you can't do business with. You, but the kind of business that you do, what, if it's against what God stands for, you will better be careful and don't be part of it. Hallelujah. So, children of God, I think it's been clear today, it's said clearly, even if everybody is saying it is right, it does not make it wrong. Be aware of it. Majority, majority carry the vote. It doesn't matter. Be the only one who stands for the truth. The prophet Micah, he, Micaiah, he went to jail. He was smoked, he was beaten up because he spoke the truth. You may be neglected, you may be alienated because of your stance. Everybody has right to stand for what they stand for. You know, you make your decision, not in arrogance, in the gentility of you, and make your decision. Because your mother said it does not make it right. Because your father said it does not make it right. 
Because your, your, your sister counseled you does not make it right. In fact, because your pastor said it does not make it right. What is the word of God saying about a matter? What did the, you need to know what the word of God says and do the right thing. You have people who have been counseled, uh, counseled for over 10 years. Love yourself, do this, do that. No, everybody's talked to their guns. What is that else to say? The, the, the world say, go, everybody go your path. I'm, uh, by the grace of God, I'm not of them that agree to abusive relationship. No, if it's abusive, we need to talk about that. We'll go to court. So, <laughs> so, you know, I'm not talking about being in an abusive relationship. So God will help us all in the name of Jesus. Please be mindful of the people you link up with. Because, before I go, let's look at Proverbs chapter 4. Proverbs chapter 4. And we'll read it through. Proverbs chapter 4. Everybody, let, give me Proverbs chapter 4. Okay. Let's all read. Thank you, everybody. No, no, not, not, not that. Start it from verse 1. Start it from verse 1. Start it from verse 1. Okay, everybody. He said, Do not perceive the word of understanding to receive the instruction. Oh, sorry. It's me. Don't, sorry, it's me. Okay, let's start now. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ears to my understanding. Let's read now. Where are we? Let's read it through. Let's just put it through. Thank you. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ears to my understanding that you may perceive discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drips honey. Her mouth is smoother than oil, but the end, but the end she is bitter as a wormwood, sharp as two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her step lay hold of hell, lest you ponder her paths of life. Her ways are unstable. Do not, you do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children. Do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way from, from her. And do not go near the door of her house, lest you give your honor to another. Lest you give your honor to another. And your yes to, cruel, to the cruel one. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth. And your labor go to the house of a foreigner. And you mourn at last. When your flesh and your body is consumed and say, how I have hated instruction. Every evil alliance, this is what you get. This is what a, a, a disobedient child of God gets. You are called to be set apart. You are called to live a holy life. You are called to give, bring glory to God. But if you keep fiddling, if you keep fiddling, messing about 
walking around, being around, being keeping company with evil people. Evil people are people who do sin. And sin is missing the mark of God. If you keep messing about people like that, the Bible says you will give your glory to another. And, you know, you, you, you will give your wealth will go to them. And your honor will go to them. And your yes to the cruel one. The devil takes advantage of you. The devil takes advantage. But because God wants you and I to be optimized, we need to be careful. We love everybody. Love everyone. I've seen some people, I've got some colleagues, they're very amazing. They're smooth. I wish. In fact, they're very smooth. Very lovely. Very lovely. I mean, what you call lovely. Very pleasant. But you don't do what they do. You don't, and you don't approve of it. The Bible says when we approve of the things the people of the world do, we get a benefit. We get, we get, the, the, when they get a consequence, we, we get part of it. So, but the Lord don't want you to get part of it. He wants you to be optimized. And that is why we need to be careful. And if your friend is a gossip, when she comes to you, dismiss her. No more friends. No more friendship. When your friend is a gossip, when your friend comes to you, anybody, you know, I've used to, I used to have a pastor's wife. Then, she used to be close to me. I mean, she wants to be close to me. I'm a friend to everybody. I'm no friend to anybody. She said, you know, every time she talks to me, all she's about is sexual matters. This is a pastor's wife. I'm not talking about anybody. A pastor's wife. All she, when she talks to me, she, that is what she, she her mind is set that way. And you just wonder. Then, or you, you have a friend, every time they call you, it's about some gossip, some problem about somebody. You know, it's another person is the what preoccupies their mind. You don't you don't associate with that. You need to be very careful. Why? Because of what you carry. Somebody said you need to be careful of what you carry. Because you need to optimize your life. Your life needs to be optimized. In all of these things, in all of these things, I think the major one about it again, I will emphasize sexual immorality. You know, it's what people do. Nobody's watching. Be careful. That is why we are not optimized. The devil, because he's the master and slaver, he traps a lot of people into it. He traps a lot of people into things. But because you are uh, God, the way he delivered Jehoshaphat, when Jehoshaphat cried out to him, he will deliver every one of us that is ensnared at the moment in the name of Jesus. So the Lord will deliver everyone, everyone, everyone that is ensnared by the power of the enemy in the name of Jesus. So this morning it will be that, you know, it requires that we fear the Lord. Say, so fear God and keep his commandment, for this is the whole duty of man. It takes the fear of God. We must fear God. Like we had last week, Joseph said, why should I do this thing? Because, uh, why should I do this evil against God? It takes the fear of God. And every time we must be praying, Lord, help me have your fear. It is a spirit and it can come down. So this morning, before we go, we'll be praying that the Lord impart us afresh with the spirit of the fear of God. The spirit of the fear of God. And lastly, it says, and the psalmist says, do not incline my heart to any evil thing, to practice the deeds of wickedness with men who do iniquity, and do not let me eat of their dainties. This is, should be the prayer of you and I. So that our heart will not be inclined to evil. To evil. God does not like evil. He hates evil. He's against evil people. He, evil, evil, evil deeds. And 
evil, all of this evil, and, and, and all of it have no chance in the kingdom of God. I believe every one of us wants to go to heaven. But however, before we go to heaven, here and now, we want to enjoy here. We want to enjoy our lives here and we want to get everything that God can, wants to offer to us here. It's not about, I, mean, I, I will go to heaven, but I want to enjoy here first. Yes. So um, if you want to optimize what is here, we need to be, keep a tab on, on those things that contaminate. It's like a contaminant. Remember, from beginning where we start, it says, evil association is like a, it's like a nicotine patch and you cannot avoid, you cannot, you cannot help but absorb you know, uh, what, what comes out of it. It will stick to you. It will stick to you. And anybody who is counseling you against your work with God, who, you know, like especially the young ones. We talk about these things, it's as evil, man. If anybody you're going to associate with and does not have regard for your God, you don't. You don't. I know one may say, oh, where will I find love? You will find love. You will find love. If she's not interested in God, check her out. If he's not interested in God, boot him out. I mean, it's as crude as that. And if anybody's going to come into marriage, they must agree to love God and work together in God. Work together and be all sold out to God. Otherwise, this is why we find problem. God is, is trusting in your marriage and our marriage, in our marriages to bring the kingdom to, uh, to bring the kingdom of God to come to, you know, to, to the world. Once God, God wants to show you and the world about what He's doing. But if we align ourselves in, uh, in evil alliance, one person loves the Lord, one person does not love the Lord, you pull in different paths. It's not okay. But God wants to do something amazing with you. And today, God will start helping us to be bold enough to undo, to dissociate ourselves from anybody around us that is ungodly. And as many as of us whose spouses or whose, you know, are, are, are not believers, God says, as we continue to walk in love, walk and be obedient to God, our obedience will bring them in. Our obedience will bring them in, in the name of Jesus, so that we can both stand together and do what God wants us to do, in the name of Jesus. And that, concluding it all, that means, you see, as children of God, you need to love me. You must love me. You got no choice. You owe me love, and I owe you love. This is family. This is family. Whoever they be, whatever color they are, whatever race they are, as long as they're children of God. I said it last week. You see, obedience to God is stronger than blood. Your blood sister, your blood sister, your mommy and daddy. Obedience to God is stronger than that. So that is why you should take it very seriously. At the end of the day, there's no mistake, Mrs. You're on your own. You're going to stand. You say every evildoer will not find a place in the kingdom. You and I will find our place in the name of Jesus. Let's rise on our feet in the name of Jesus. Let's give him thanks. Lord, we thank you. We give you praise for this morning. We thank you, Lord. Again, reminding us why we should not have evil associations because you have told us clearly that it's a snare to our soul. It's a trap to death. It's a, it, 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 it robs us our destiny. It, it, it prevents us from optimizing our our lives. So this morning we thank you for opening our eyes to see it. Grace to walk in the newness of life. Grace to walk in the newness of life. We receive grace to walk in the newness of life that will have no association with to do with the work of the flesh and you know to to or fruitful work of darkness in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Deliver us from all those kind of tendencies that rids us of that 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 strip us of our beauty, that strip that the has tendencies to take off our glory. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed.
So this morning I want you to pray to the Lord. I said, Lord, grace, ask the Spirit of God, impart me afresh with, uh, uh, with the, fear, the Spirit of the fear of God. Ask for the Spirit of the fear of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, this morning we pray for your fresh impartation for the Spirit of the fear of the Lord to come upon us as fresh as, as individuals in our families and as, as, a, as, a, as a church. Like never before, the fear of God will be upon us that will hate evil, that will hate evil, that will hate evil, that will not, will not associate with people that hate you. you we are your comrades, we are your, we are your comrades, we are your, your companions, and we are your comrades. Oh, Lord God Almighty, help us, O oh God, to love the things that you love and hate the things that you hate. In the name of Jesus, ask the Lord to incline your heart to, to, to ask the Lord that your heart will no longer be inclined to evil things in the name of jesus father lord help my heart to not to be inclined to evil things oh god oh lord god almighty deliver me from every wicked deeds oh god in the name of jesus from every kind of immorality from every kind of or, 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 of hate walk of the flesh hate and um, mourning and uh, grumpiness or oh, basically all walk of the flesh you know lack of joy hate, lack of patience in the name of Jesus, being unkind, being, 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 being ungrateful in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, read me of it, O God, so that I will not walk with people who, who mock you, who mock your people in this, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. So let's pray with Psalm, uh, Psalm 1. Psalm 1. Uh, Psalm 1. Say, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Say today, Lord, in the name of Jesus, rid me of the every, every, every alignment that I've made that caused me to walk in the ungodly. Lord, take, me, take it away from me in the name of Jesus. Take away every, forgive me in every area I've walked in the, in the path of the ungodly. In the name of the, I've walked in the counsel of the ungodly. Help me, O oh God. 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 That I will not sit in the seat of, uh, I will not stand in the way of sinners. In the name of Jesus. Help me, O oh Lord, that I will not stand in the way of sinners. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I will, call, I will find my, my place in, in your tabernacle. I will find my place in, in fellowship with your children. I will find my place in your tabernacle, in, in your place, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, I will not sit with the, in, in the way of sinners. I will not stand in the way of the scornful. Scoffers, people who make mockery of the gospel. People who make mockery of the cross. Lord, I will not, I will not, associate, with myself, I will not associate myself with them anymore. In the name of Jesus, I will take my walk with you very seriously. And I will walk in the newness of life whereby you have called me. And the things that contaminate, that pollute, that swallow up destiny, that steal, that causes death. Lord God Almighty, you deliver me all from it, O God, in the name of Jesus. And Lord God Almighty, help me, O God, to remain pure and holy. For you have called me out to holiness. You have called me out to holiness. Help me to walk in that holiness, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for we, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Help me to continue to be in the, in, in, to walk in holiness, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Put your hands together.